0: So this is uh, going to be a short and sweet episode of Rona Geek Official Podcast. And if you can't see me right now, which you can't, because this is a podcast I'm doing the prayer hands right now. Because I'm hoping that this all works out in our favor is a decent short episode, but this is uh, an official pow episode that's playing and/or watching. It is uh, I, Alex Austin, in in on the on the mic on the show on the on the podcast today. We also have
1: <laughs> that was rough. It's Resurrected a, Plebeian Adam.
0: So that is the open we're going with, though, because this is a pow
1: episode. Anything can happen. Pow.
0: Anything can happen. A pow episode. You know, we really like to let our hair our hairs down. We 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 each have some. And, uh, and then we'd like to let those down. And when we do that, they go down to our waist because we both have very long hair.
1: Yes, we both have very long hair. Mine's shaved to right to, immediately to my head. <laughs> and I have wicked awesome... Right where I have like the fryer hair around the sides... <laughs> It's braided down. Yes. I'm a Rastafarian old friar.
0: It, it's it's uh, sort of uh, Rasta Viking, I like to call so you. Rasta yeah, techno, techno Rasta Viking. <laughs> so is <laughs> your name that I've given you that I tell people who I record the show with.
1: Oh, I'm sure that's Yeah, yeah, it. yeah. They're I'm like, sure who do you record?
0: that, Rob. And then also Techno Rasta Viking. Rasta Viking. <laughs> that's... <laughs> so that's this is all about. And uh, today we're going to talk a little bit about what we've been playing, what we've been watching. We like to do these as kind of one-off episodes in between because because we had nothing else to talk about. Uh, and also also Rob's out here he'd leave early today so we uh, we're recording this episode after a previous episode so anyway uh, in, in, in light of that and out of respect for other topics that we'll be doing in the near future which must include Rob we're yes. gonna do this little this little one off here so anyway I do have a little bit of stuff to talk about I'm very excited and you'd be so proud of me because I am not only playing gotcha games on mobile which I've been playing a lot of these days you love those guys gotcha uh, I got really into a couple but the one that I'm really in love with and it's because I love the property a lot is the one punch man road to something something I forget what it's it's called, but it is a gotcha game on mobile. You can get it for iOS or Android, and uh, it's quite addictive. Um, I've probably put in put in a lot of okay, time. Is it
1: one of those card gotcha games, or is it one of those like little models, like unique character gotcha games,
0: like, uh... like like both of what you just said, like kind of mashed up, kind of doing the same thing.
1: Okay, so how's the action like in it?
0: Uh, Action is you line up characters and opposite ends of the screen. It almost looks like a Mega Man Battle Network game. And then where the strategy comes in is where the characters on your little nine grid, because you can only use five characters at a time, uh, and you have a little nine, like a three by three grid. So the strategy comes from Uh, A, if you have powerful enemies, you need to place your characters on the grid so they each have priority to attack at the right time. Got it. Uh, Otherwise, you you could really get messed up if you're fighting more powerful enemies. So if you're trying to really push the envelope of what you can do in the game, you could just keep playing, you know, sort of getting ahead a little bit every day. And then, of course, uh, if you do that, you could also, you know, if you want to jump ahead, you could just start buying shit because, of course, there's shit to buy that you can get. Yeah, yeah. It's a gotcha game and it's mobile. Yeah, yeah. So, So there's plenty of stuff that you can buy. But honestly, like... You don't have to, you know what I mean? Like I've paid a little bit at this point because I've put in like seventy hours, and I quite like it. So I'm like, yeah, I'll support it. I like wow. it. Yeah, I get a few extra diamonds or whatever. You know, have have a nice little time with that. But uh, but it is a little bit of a card game and a collection game. It's also uh, quite a lot about the action in it, and there's all these different systems in it that all going into improving the stats of a single character. That's what I really like about it. So I okay. love these numbers things, and I love kind of playing with these different systems that all sort of play into increasing the power of a single character so I figured out early on that a lot of people are using the character I figured her name but she's a psychic and she she can rain things down on people the smaller gal I can't remember what her name is offhand anyway. oh was this
1: the green the green yeah. hair yeah, black yeah, yeah. dress yeah yeah what's yeah, her name? Uh, hur- Hurricane or yeah something yeah yeah, yeah.
0: Like a little hurricane or massive hurricane or hurricane gal or whatever they called her anyway yes. so she's a badass in the show and it turns out she's kind of OP in the game so but she's really OP if you do take the time to kind of engage with all the systems that can possibly level her up and some of them make no fucking sense at all so i won't even try to explain it because none of it happens in the context of the show but uh, i do have a team right now the one character you don't get in the game is saitama of course yeah of course you don't get saitama because then what what do you do, do you do you're in the game one punch it's a one punch man so but uh, yeah the, the only way you can really engage with saitama is on the so-called Road to Become Powerful, I think it's called, which is like the little it's a little daily RPG thing you can run through, uh, where you collect characters and level up Got along it. the way. Yep. And anyway, so you can actually call him in to help you clear levels if you need to, but I've never really needed to because it's pretty easy. <laughs> so <laughs> anyway, and then uh, and from that you get rewards and cards that you can collect to unlock new characters and stuff. But um, really addictive game, quite liking it. But I'm playing an actual game too, like a what? game on a video game system that I paid money for.
1: Wow. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So I'm pretty excited about it, and it is called. Eastward, and this is brand new. It just came out September 16th on the Switch. I'm going to try not to spoil anything, because I don't even really know all that much about it yet, because I'm only like 10 hours in. Oh. But, uh, but first... I'm only
1: 10 hours in.
0: So, yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> only 10 hours in, but yeah, I just got it earlier in the, like, last week. And uh, this is a game developed by uh, Pixpill, which you'd have to click to see what else they've actually done, but they Chucklefish... They don't even
1: have an entry in Wikipedia.
0: Weird. So Pixpill might just be a studio within Chucklefish then. Click Chucklefish, they've published a bunch of stuff. Yeah, Chucklefish
1: um, is a big name.
0: Yeah, so they've done Starbound, Starbound yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Oh,
1: they've done a lot of big stuff.
0: So they've been producing as far back as uh, 2011 with Wanderlust, Rebirth, and then Risk of Rain right after that, which was a little bit more well-known, and Stardew Valley. So Interesting. They were awesome.
1: It looks like Chucklefish doesn't... They're only publishers. They're not developers. Yeah, I don't know if they maybe
0: just have studios underneath them or something that they're using, because Pixville, I'm not familiar with. I'm not exactly sure where they came from. Uh This might also be one of those games that just has like kind of like one mastermind behind it i'm not really sure maybe but this is basically an action rpg and it's not it's not 8-bit it it is pixel art but it's not 8-bit or 16-bit it's something more advanced than that uh quite a lot of uh motion and movement happening on the screen actually we were when we were playing um cloud meadow right so that's so cloud meadow obviously that's more of like an nc17 game so don't play that if you don't like you know, naughty stuff. Anyway, but the animation on that was very, very slick. And yeah. this reminds me a lot of that animation style. So it's just very modern. Uh, Stardew Valley is one of the games that was actually produced by Chucklefish. However, Stardew Valley is like not as advanced on an animation front as this. Yeah, it's so, really older. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so the game itself is like a sort of esoteric view, a little bit like a mana game. So where you're kind of adventuring around and getting into situations and there's conversations happening and storylines intertwining and and I quite like all of that. However, yeah, it's just overall been just a really, really fun game and and I've quite enjoyed it so far. Action's pretty solid. Bosses are pretty fucking tough for me. Like I'm having trouble with a few of them as I go through it.
1: Are the boss fights like... uh I don't know, hollow night twitchy kind of thing, or are they, are you expected to just, they're
0: very situational. So there's, it's almost like a Zelda boss fight where, where there's like a little sort of mechanic that you have to engage with, uh, to be able to defeat them. So like one of the tough ones I fought early on was like this steam powered robot that sort of chases you down this corridor, this continuous corridor, and to stay ahead of it, you have to be pretty far ahead of him. You have to be sort of dodging these boxes and breaking them as you go along to unlock new hearts and new bombs right. to attack him with. But then he has like a little light, and I'm not going to tell you what you have to do with the light, but I'll tell you that, that there's a little mechanic that has to do with the light that he shines on you, and you got to pay close attention to it. So it takes a few rounds and a few deaths just to kind of learn what that's oh, all about. Oh, very cool. So, uh, so it is a little, a little bit, you know, sort of, you know, Bloodborne, Mega Man-esque in that sense, where you have to learn the bosses, you know what I mean, to understand their behaviors first. Oh. You, 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 there's really, so far, there's been like, maybe the first
1: boss was just a series of larger monsters. So like Mana, do you go around the town upgrading your gear yep. in any, some way? Yep. Are there dropped loot? There is
0: some dropped loot, but I don't fully understand what all of it does yet. A lot of it's like parts and things like that. Got it. So, and the parts, I think, are going come to come into context when I upgrade equipment. And things like that, but so far, yeah, I haven't, I haven't discovered all of yet what it means. Okay. Uh, the story though is freaking brilliant. It's really fun so far. I'm actually engaged with it, and you know me in stories and games, I don't give a fuck. I just don't care. But this one is good <laughs>
1: enough. That's why you like your your. Gotcha games because you don't care about story. You yeah, just... I don't give up. Just give me the thing. Just give me the give me the fucking thing. Just give it to me. You just want to hear the ding. I just want to hear the level ding.
0: Yeah, yeah. Just ding 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 ding. Dopamine and I'm in, man. So it's <laughs> happening for me, and this is definitely giving me some of that. I do like the action in it too. The reason why I said it's like shovel knight is because you're just you're a man with a non traditional weapon running around in a dungeon smacking things. So you actually have God. a frying pan <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, you can, that you can
0: get upgraded, and <laughs> you run around smacking things with that. All right, and it's uh, it's super cute, and you also use that same pan. To cook your dinner and cook your oh, meals. so you're a cook. Yeah, yeah. That's well, the you No, you're, you're, you're just a man. Oh. And his name is John. And his job is to smash things with this pan in the dungeons, right? So, so then who's Sam? So Sam is his adopted daughter. So, And where I'm at in the game, you haven't quite found where she's come from yet or where he found her. All you know is that he has found her and that he's taken her under his wing. Got it. And, uh, and she actually reminds me personality wise uh, a lot of my own daughter which is kind of funny so <laughs> it's sort of impetuous and like just sort of out there and you know putting herself out in front you know and that, deathly that's definitely afraid of me uh actually that's nothing yet to be determined for Sam I don't know if she's terrified of you or not So, <laughs> uh, but Nora is so that's just... <laughs> actually you should come over and see her again she'd probably just be shy. Cause she's older now,
1: oh, so right, yeah, right. yeah,
0: yeah. So she'll she'll, she'll be yeah. Three. With the
1: pandemic, I haven't really seen your family. All
0: yeah, much. yeah. She's uh, yeah, she's huge. First off, so like that that might surprise you. Like she's quite she's fat. Uh, no, she's just big. <laughs> I'm joking. She's I'm joking. big, man. She's huge, but uh, you got to come over and see her and see if she's still terrified of the terrifying Adam. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm sorry of techno Rasta, techno Rasta Viking. Right, right. So right. yeah,
1: <laughs> thank you for my my full title.
0: Yes, yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> Mister. Rasta Viking. Okay, um, we uh, are moving on from Eastward now. I won't say anything else about it, because I, I just don't want to spoil anything, but uh, just a cool game, especially if you're into the action RPG genre, and you have a, a, a taste, a penchant
1: for the old-style games. Well, then, plus then... a thick story, if you want a good, yes. close story. I think you brought in, you said it reminded you a lot of Last of Us.
0: Yeah, because of the main character, Joel. So uh, the the main, uh, sorry, the main character, John, in this game reminds me a lot of Joel from Last of Us. Uh, He is, uh, he doesn't talk. So then, that way, he's different from Joel. Okay, okay? he does, he doesn't talk, but he's very stoic, right? And 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 he's 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 taking this girl under his wing. He does the violent things, you know what I mean? Like he's definitely, I'm definitely getting Last of Us vibes from his character, okay. and, and I think that's probably intentional. So I I would think uh, clearly inspired by yeah yeah the clearly inspired daughter. by yeah. But but he wears a vest, and you know how could you like what? Like a downfilled vest, how could you? How could you think that that man is a bad man or an angry man, right? Like he's, you know, very innocent in that regard. So anyway, really just a hunter. Yeah, yeah, and uh, the the uh, the side characters in the game are pretty colorful as well. They're fun, and they're they're they've introduced a couple. So far, and I'm like ten hours, and in. they've introduced a couple that just sort of popped in for like one scene and kind of did a thing, and then they haven't shown them again since. So I'm kind of Ooh. waiting for these characters to start popping up again. One of them looked pretty badass. I'm hoping he becomes a part of my party because uh, there's some puzzle solving where you yep. run with one other character through a dungeon, and then you switch off between them to use their powers and, and you know shit like that. It's pretty cool. Nice. So anyway, yeah, very full game, and that's what I, I like. That classic, that classical Sakaguchi idea of the RPG that it's an everything game. Yeah, you know what I mean? I, I like that. That's my style of game, which is why I still need to play Like a Dragon, cause my understanding is that's like an everything game, an yes. everything RPG game, and uh, I love games like that. So this is definitely right up my alley, and uh, it's definitely kept my attention for uh, a while. So pretty pretty
1: pumped See, about I it. I find it funny that you like these everything games, whereas I like games that take a single theme, thought... Mechanic or some something or or a small group of things. I call them pillars. You know, one, two, or three things, and they just perfect those things. They bring them to the utmost perfection.
0: And I appreciate those, but they typically demand that I'm also good at the game. (laughs) Usually, yeah, yeah. You
1: not necessarily, um, because there are things like let's take uh, well, Hollow Knight's not a good example, but no,
0: it's definitely not. It's
1: not (laughs) a good, but Pokemon. Okay, Pokemon takes one concept. Yeah, catch yeah. them all yeah yeah and that's it it perfects that feeling that's true you're right about that it's a small game it's not an everything game but it perfects that one concept
0: but ultimately it's just a rip off of like dragon quest games that came before it like dragon quest monsters true so, yeah, yeah true. Enough. <laughs> so but uh, it does it better than those so um, in that
1: vein or i don't even know if it's in that vein but the two things i want to talk about since you know rob's not here i'm going to take take his plane and watching I am about to watch the last episode of The Squid Game.
0: Oh, I saw it previewed on the Netflix. Yes. I saw it previewed. So there's men in masks and then there's people in
1: jumpsuits and they've been taken. This is a show that is definitely up your alley.
0: Who's the main guy? Is it Stephen Chow? The uh, guy looks like Stephen Chow. No,
1: no. He's no one I've ever really... Oh, seen. okay. I've okay. Been, there's no name I recognize. Is it no Korean one or Japanese? Is. Korean. Okay,
0: gotcha. Yeah, that's why I thought it was Stephen Chow.
1: Nope, it is definitely... Are you
0: sure the main guy is in Stephen Chow?
1: Um, Starring oh, no. Lee, Lee, Lee Jong-jae. Yeah, that's him. Okay, gotcha. Uh, and then...
0: Nope, uh, these are guys I don't know.
1: Yeah. They, they all
0: look like they were part of K-pop bands, though. All of those guys. Well, they are Korean. Okay, yeah. So I, I think that's, you know, how in some countries, like in, you know, Israel, you have to go into the military for like a year after high school or whatever yep. and like serve in the military. Did you know that in South Korea, you have to join a pop idol band for a full <laughs> year after high school? Did you know that? Yes. That's yes, how I it did, works yeah. over there. So once you've served your time, once you've served your country and created beautiful music and, and beautiful makeup, makeup boy ads for them, then and only then are you free to go live your I life. I am
1: actually aware that in South Korea, korea there is a um a demand for that too you there i don't know whether they've gotten rid of it i heard I, I heard rumor of that but they did act they do have to join the military at first for a year or two. oh no kidding yeah or you join the boy band and oh. you get out of
0: military service well
1: was hilarious okay this is going way off topic from from the squid game for a moment but The reason I know this is because there is a famous player in StarCraft 1 known as the Emperor. Yeah. Um, Holy crap. I'm having a hard time remembering his name. Cut right here. So there was a guy named Slayer's Boxer okay. who was who got dubbed the Emperor of Starcraft because he. Goddamn. Earned, yeah, he Damn. got. He's not the best anymore. I think J. Dong is generally considered the best, or um, okay, or, or Marine. But basically, he changed the way Starcraft. You know, there was an early day in Starcraft when it was kind of. No one quite knew how to play the game. It was, everyone was sort of evolving and trying new things. Strategies were way out there.
0: I would just slap the screen with my hands over and over. So like, <laughs> wet noodles, just slapping that screen. And it, it didn't help. Yeah, it didn't help. I never figured it out.
1: Yeah, so this guy sort of turned it into a science. And for a while, he was dominating.
0: So he kind of wrote the book on, no, people, stop slapping the screen with your wet noodle fingers. This is the way you play the game. Exactly, yes.
1: And so he was very famous, Got very did a very good job, and he was technically taken out of the game because he had to join the military. No shit. Here's the funny part. Because he joined the military, he the military created a StarCraft team so around him (laughs) and then it
0: became like ender's game and he actually defeated the zerg there you go but in real life wow thank Thank you so oh my god
1: side side note done that's the only reason i know that fact about him is because i followed the emperor and i love starcraft
0: Where, where do we start on this
1: we started with, uh, I've been play, watching the Squid Game. Yes, Squid, squid Game. And the, so the Squid Game is, you're right, about basically these down and out guys who volunteer to join. They don't fully know what they're joining. Yeah, yeah, But they volunteer to join because they're promised a large sum of money. And they're usually people in debt to someone or need money for a thing. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. And they're usually down and out people that no one would care about yeah, if yeah. they go missing. Well, it turns out the Squid Game is a murder game. And they have to play a bunch of games Good that times. gets them murderized. Yeah, yeah. You know, think... It's not quite battle royale where they have to fight each other, yeah, but yeah. they play mini games every day yeah. that forces them to kill each Mario other. Mario Party of Death. Yeah, honestly, that's a really good description. Yeah, Mario yeah. No, Party I'm, of I'm Death. I'm following.
0: I'm following. Yeah, I'm in.
1: You got it. Um, and obviously, there's drama. There's there's things. It is fantastic. My wife cried during one of the oh, episodes. No shit. She cried. No shit. We were just finished the episode. Just finished. She was, there was a climactic end, and she's getting up and she starts rubbing her eyes. I'm like, Are you crying? She's like, No. <laughs> oh <my laughs> Holy shit.
0: <laughs> You're like, you think this is Mass Effect? Yeah. <laughs> you think I'm going to let this slide? So,
1: <laughs> so she got to do it. We're, we haven't watched the last episode, so I don't know how it ends yet. Uh, but it is fantastic. I highly, highly suggest it. I think
0: once per day, Amanda and I, my Amanda, have watched the preview for it on Netflix before we watch <laughs> our other TV. And we watch it thoughtfully, thinking like, is this, are we going to do this? Are we going to do a foreign language TV show? I would do it. I would for the record I would do it okay she she's the one who probably won't be into it she does not like foreign language things if they're oh. not if they're not speaking english she and close to canadian english she's not going to like it
1: that's that's too bad cuz this is a fantastic show they do a great job of... I've
0: even tried to get her into like Guy Ritchie you won't even watch it if they're speaking British English.
1: <laughs> okay, for, to be fair, I would rather I have to watch that with subtitles. Usually, most Guy Ritchie stuff.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So is you thinking you's gonna like this movie?
1: Like... <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. That was the that was my review of every Guy Ritchie film. Sky's <laughs> 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 my of fan What imagine if I got blue? Is a pirate Blue?
1: So oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, snatch. That's a great, great character. I, uh, one of Brad Pitt's best.
0: I built a D&D character based on him. Can you imagine like a guy like Brad Pitt, a nondescript character actor like Brad Pitt, coming up with the character of the Pikey Mikey? <laughs> it was amazing, dude. The it amazing was so character. good. It was so good. Anyway, uh, uh, probably, honestly, one of the best sort of third acts of any film of all time. Snatch? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Just absolutely fantastic. Fucking bananas, and I love it. It's so. one of my
1: favorite movies of all it, time. And I
0: think it's basically, and Guy Ritchie's tried to replicate it many times since, and never really has the, the success of that and the success of that formula. Right? I can
1: never quite figure out which I like more, Snatch or Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. I, I have a hard time. <laughs>
0: well, Lock, Stock definitely serves as like the formula for that kind of film, right? Yes. But but there are some like okay, so you have like uh, oh, what's his face? The guy who played soccer, who's now in all those movies. Oh, he's the big guy, Vince, Vinnie, Jones. Vinnie yeah, Jones. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So, but he's kind of the common thread because he shows up and snaps, yes. smashing a dude's head in the car door. And I'm like, fuck, this is the same guy. Yes. So, anyway, so cool. I so love it. Cool. Um, never never would you think that that's such a fun thing. But it always is. Always is. That, Daredevil, season one. Remember Kingpin?
1: Smashes the dude's head oh, in the car door yeah, to like just bush, like
0: nothing left of the head. So much fun, man. I'm always into it. I'm like, yeah. I've
1: always wanted to do that. Bucket yeah,
0: it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So he's got to become a gangster. Anyway. So um, here's the
1: deal watch the squid game okay i'm gonna watch it i'm gonna tell you you need to watch it it <sighs> is fantastic i am very sticky with my tv shows and what i watch mm. i'm so glad i watched interesting this. Okay. I, it's fantastic
0: there was another one like it that came from japan that i started watching uh last year Wish i can remember the name offhand but it's not too dissimilar was it the
1: one where he gets into a different world no it's it's
0: these three boys they are i don't know like Semi successful people, but they're living a life that they don't enjoy, and they end up in a subway station somewhere in like
1: yeah. they, Shibuya,
0: and, and then they end up in a world where they're like playing in a death game.
1: Yeah, that's what I said. They end up in another world. <laughs> But it's like a world where there's only... Like, it's why not did I the same not world? follow,
0: then, what, what you said? So I don't understand why that was so confusing to me.
1: Yeah, and they have to play games, and they have to collect, like, cards.
0: Correct. So, but hey, spoilers here for anybody who doesn't want to know. We can't even think of what the, the fucking thing is called, so whatever. But anyway, there was an episode where, like, they, they go for a good portion of the season with, like, the three guys. You know what I mean? Yes. And then when it comes time to kill off a character, they kill off the only two that I like. Yeah. So, and they keep the guy that I really don't care for. And I'm like, well... Are they going to make me care for this guy? And in the very next episode, he's basically forgotten all about them because he's got he's got a side piece now. Yeah, he's got a girl got on his girl. bike, and he's forgotten all about those boys, right? But those boys made the fucking show, and they were the best.
1: I completely agree. That show did not succeed at in in the end. It start had a very yeah. good start. I watched it. This is the one where they had, yeah, they had to they had the neck pieces, yep. and they were playing tag, yeah, yeah, yeah. But whoever was it was the one who survived, correct?
0: And only only one person could survive, yeah. yeah. But two ended up surviving anyway. But anyway, yeah. And I think um if they had done that as maybe like the very last episode of the season, and they killed off those guys at the very and yeah, sure. I'd probably still watch it in the next season, right? Yeah. But because, but because, like they did it so early on, I was like, ah, they're only five episodes in. And those was the only guys I like, and this other guy's kind of a fucknut. Whatever. I'm done.
1: Yeah, I completely so, agree. Yeah. They didn't do it justice. Squid Game is that same feeling. It's the promise of what that show tried to give you. Okay. And it so far, up till the last episode, has given me everything I've Damn. asked of it. It is that concept, but what it should have been.
0: Okay, Squid Game. I'm in, man. I'll be in.
1: So that's what I've been watching. What I've been playing, again, still not completed because who the fuck can play this game right now? Who can? Who can? Not many. Indeed. But this is, I'm playing something that's near and dear to my heart. I mentioned it in the podcast that I already paid for it a long time ago. And I know there's a lot of drama going around with Blizzard. But I'm playing Diablo 2 Resurrected. Interesting. So here's the deal. I bought it prior to the drama. Okay. And not only that, in my mind, this is Vicarious Visions.
0: Oh, for anyone curious what the drama is, I think it was our episode 141. So that has the Blizzard meltdown in it. So yes. you can go check it out.
1: And it's expanded. This game, I it's one of those things where I hate how they screw up some of the remasters. Warcraft 3 is a perfect example of that. This is, I'm just going to cut right to the chase, a perfect remaster. Whoa.
0: whoa. Perfect. What? It is perfect. Of a
1: game that's like, how many years old? Uh, 17 years old? Yeah, 2000. So 21 years old.
0: (laughs) I was thinking like 2003 or 2004.
1: And 2001 was the expansion. So technically what we're getting is from 2001. This is a perfect remaster. Goddamn. I was, so this to me is, they did a good job of making the game feel like it was back then. Yeah. And they still use the same underlining command and code and everything. Interesting. So it is the same game but yeah. it looks it's the way my memory shows the game of me. It's hmm. how I remember the game being. They completely redid the cinematics. I had to look it up last night. I was watching these cinematics. I could speak aloud to them, follow but there was I didn't feel like the beats were wrong. I felt like everything was perfect. I'm like wow this is just a better version but then there was moments where I'm like I don't I remember that scene differently. Like only slightly different like The beats are a little off, but just as what I remember, like they're perfect. And I'm like, wow, that's really strange. And I went and watched a previous video. They completely redid the cinematics. Completely. They didn't use the same skeletons or anything. Brand new cinematics. And they got
0: Brad Pitt to do all the mocap. Brad Pitt as Mickey the Pikey. As
1: Mickey. All right, I'm gonna go (laughs) find out. Welcome, Welcome
0: to hell. Huh, to you funny It's the worst bit of all time. <laughs> yeah. So
1: they did this great job where even the jank during the cinematics, so during the old cinematics there was kind of janky movement because this is cinematics from 2001, yep. right? Yeah. So the humans moved. Grainy,
0: yeah, the, yeah. Well,
1: the humans moved robotically well, in yeah. some scenes. So they clearly, they did a line where the, they still moved a little robotically. Yeah. So you were, you were convinced Did they just remaster the skins of the old cinematic?
0: Interesting. But then, if you look at
1: it closer, you see like no, they had to have redone it because some of the pans are a different timing and at different occurrences. Yeah. When the Diablo logo comes in is at a different time, so they didn't just upgrade; they redid it, but re-added jank to convince you that it was still from two thousand and one. What?
0: That is so. Somebody's job working on that game. Like a, like a chief nostalgia officer (laughs) or something like that. Like where Blizzard is just like, make sure that it like subconsciously they feel like this is the same fucking game, even though it's a way better version. Yes. So that's
1: wild. And it's fantastic. Everything I feel like, and they, they do a good job of, so you remember this game is dark yes that, right that was everyone remembers it as yeah dark yeah but then when you actually go play the game and you realize it's not that dark because crts could never get that dark back that's right then. yeah and screens never did we didn't have the blackest blacks that we have with plasmas and lcds right and leds that right. we have now well because of that now they've added the dynamic lighting yeah so when you go into a cave you cannot see to the edge of your oh, screen oh that's how it should be Yeah. you feel dark in the dungeon now there is a loss that you don't get to see the really cool art that goes on in the dungeon, like the, the cool mosaics on the wall, unless you spend time and look at them. Yeah, yeah. But it's gorgeous. Yeah. And they've clearly added things where they needed to you know, increase things and make it more new. Huh. It is beautiful. Who,
0: like, is there someone in particular responsible for this product or how it turned out is that somebody who's well known within blizzard or something like how did how did this go so right when others have gone so wrong
1: okay so it, w- it is a strange thing because they this it's was, vicarious visions it's vicarious
0: visions obviously it's a studio with blizzard they're under blizzard
1: they well they weren't until about a year ago yeah so they originally did... Now, here's the only thing I'm not sure about is they did not do Warcraft 3. Oh,
0: they did all the Skylanders. That's yes. why it's so
1: good. They also those were the, great games. They also did the Tony Hawk. Uh, they did Oh, the, the remaster that just came Yep. Out. So they're famous for doing a lot of ports and remasters. Yeah, yeah. And they did not do the StarCraft one, um, but they did do Diablo Resurrected. They did not do Warcraft 3. Interesting. <laughs> Thank God. So they clearly they learned... They also
0: did Shrek 2. Yeah,
1: yeah. So these guys are actually a really good brand.
0: Um, they they also did, uh, sorry, if I curious, they, so they did Guitar Hero games as well. Yes. So back in the day, Guitar Hero, Band Hero, stuff like that. So
1: Yes, exactly.
0: Wow. Well, look wow. at all the movie games. Unbelievable. God, yep. they did every animated feature movie game for like a decade. Like A lot of Game Boy <laughs> everything. games. Everything. Look at this. It goes all the way back, man. It's but incredible. You can see
1: they have a long history of touching like everything. Wow. Wow. It's crazy. They they did Jedi Outcast on the GameCube and Xbox. No they did the shit. port. They do the port for it though. Wow. You have to realize they always do the ports. That's so cool. So yeah, they're really they're actually a really good group. Yeah. that does good products. Unfortunately, they just got bought out by Blizzard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they were that was before or that was after they were making Diablo. They were already given the reins of Diablo, and yep. I suspecting based on how well they were doing, they got brought in to yep. Blizzard about a year ago. Yeah. So, they did a fantastic job. It feels well, very, very
0: few studios have a resume like this. Like, this is a big fucking resume. Yes. So, yeah, yeah. It was it's weird. really it's, impressive.
1: It's nothing like crazy. It's all ports and minor games here and there, but they're very good at taking someone else's game and instilling the feeling. So, Bobby Kotick
0: was just like, Is this the studio that did 2004? Is that so Raven for the Game Boy Advanced? <laughs> you, you gentlemen and gentlewomen are coming aboard. We Blizzard must, Activision.
1: We must have you to abuse you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, we're all out of staff. <laughs> They're all quitting. <laughs> They've all quit, <laughs> including our our chief legal officer. You, you, any one of you can be a VP of any department you want.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's not actually how Bobby Kotick talks, by the way. So, so
1: here's the other thing that was really confusing to me: is this game was coming out on console. I did you ever play Diablo 2 when it first yeah, came out? Yeah. Many moons ago. Can you imagine it playing on controller?
0: I can't wait to play it on the Switch. That's what I want. It's amazing. Yeah. Is it? It's it is on the Switch already? It is. Mm-hmm. It is
1: unfortunately it's not. So here's the here's the shtick. It is not at this time, it is not cross platform. But it is cross save. So I can take my save from my PC. Interesting. And as long as I buy it on the Switch, I can go to my Switch and, and transfer battle. the Net. save over. Do you
0: have to do Battle.net? Yes, you still have to. You sa- auth or whatever.
1: Yeah. Yes, you do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, but it's cross save, so I can't play on the PC and play with you on the Switch, but I can go buy a Switch version and transfer my character over, and play, it and then transfer it back however I want. That's awesome. So it is fantastic on the controller. It is amazing. Hmm. I didn't think it would be possible. The controller might is very close to my. Favorite version of playing the game. If I was playing a more... I'm playing a Summoner Necro. Yeah. And I am playing for the grind. Right now I'm playing with my wife. We're just playing through the story. She's never done the story. Yeah. But she loves Diablo 3. So I'm playing through the story with her. Just enjoying my time. Cool. But I do plan on taking my Necro into Ubers like I have in the long distant past with my friends. So we're, we're just going through it slow. It's a lot of fun. I'm getting a lot of nostalgia feelings. Uh, My wife, Amanda, who loves Diablo 3. My wife. My wife. She clearly looks at it and goes... Her statement was, if it wasn't for me pushing her to play this game, she wouldn't have played it. Hmm. And she probably still wouldn't push to finish it. Yeah. But she loves the action and ease of Diablo 3. Whereas Diablo 2 is more difficult. You have to think about your stats. You have to put points in. Your builds are more complex. She's not into that kind of world. But with my guidance... I'm able to help her out. Yeah, you know I'm going through, and I think last night I was working late, and while I was working, I was playing Diablo, grinding out Countess for gems yeah. uh, or for runes, and I just showed up the next morning I'm like, "Hey, wife, I have some gift for you. Here's the stealth armor rune word. Here's here's <laughs> a leaf cool. staff. You know, that's cool. Just here's here's stuff that most people don't Show know about. Shower her with gifts. Yeah, you're such a good husband. I am, I am. <laughs> um, but honestly. It's it's terrible that I am torn between this is one of my favorite remasters of all time, just like StarCraft, um, the first remaster was, and also it's fucking Blizzard. But at the same time, I want to award Vicarious Visions for doing such a good job.
0: And we should, and we should honestly, like it's yeah, and and that's the tricky part about this whole Blizzard situation. Ultimately, they get a cut of everything that comes in from you know, them as publishers, right? Yes. So, but in this case, yeah, it's kind of a shame to see a studio like Vicarious Visions that obviously has such an incredible resume. Like, it, it's sad to think that they might become disadvantaged by the actions of the the, the publishing house, right? Yes. So Yeah, that's a shame. That's a yeah, shame.
1: But yeah. here's, honestly, if you love Diablo 2, you'll love this. If you love a meaty uh, action RPG, mm-hmm. Starcraft, like a Path of Exile, obviously. Do you like loot?
0: Do you like grinding?
1: Yeah, that's really what it is. Well, yeah, It's a lot of loot and a lot of grinding. Yeah. And Do you it,
0: like... Killing Satan,
1: so the, <laughs> here you
0: go. It's here you a go. The perfect game for Christians in like the church. So they could do like a, they could do like a, like a series of worship services where they basically like display it. Yeah, I don't know on if that's, that's... on the overhead projector so people can watch mm, them go yeah. and kill Satan.
1: So the themes behind the Diablo universe in general is like. Will you grow into darkness? Will you give in to darkness and evil to beat evil?
0: Will you become the totality of the occult to do this? Yes. (laughs) To do this single task. You
1: will sacrifice your entire mortality and your entire uh, morals to do this. Is it worth it? Yes. To to become evil, to fight evil. Yes. Yes. Well, that's generally the Just way. Just
0: like how I would become a Sith Lord if that was my only option on the table. Exactly. 100%. I'm in. Like, you got me. <laughs> I'm there, guys. <laughs> so we're, we're making this happen.
1: So yeah, it, honestly, it's a great game. I, I can't talk about it enough. I'm loving it. I feel nostalgia hardcore. And if you're playing... If you can play it right now, the servers are fucked. Yeah. And that's pissing everyone off. Yeah, yeah. But it'll settle out. I'll be happy with it. For
0: anyone looking for it on the Nintendo Switch shop or like the PlayStation store, uh, just so you know, the cover of the game, I don't know, they must have uh, had a licensing mix-up, but it is just a reworking of the That's So Raven cover from 2004. So just in case you're looking for it, it might be a little bit confusing. <laughs> That's what it is. That's actually Raven and she looks like Satan. So anyway,
1: now you know. Wow. I've never seen yeah, La- never That's it? So Raven, Now, Yeah, well, now you know. Now I you didn't know. know she had, so, her face was so bony and had holes in its forehead. Holes. In well, forehead. yeah, that's because she became evil incarnate.
0: <laughs> so she gets, come on, what are you? You're not following the story anyway. So uh, that that is the official story of Diablo II Resurrection. Um, cool. That's awesome. There is awesome.
1: one thing I want to add. There is a moment in the story arc. Where you're supposed to be not know you're following Diablo in the cinematics. Mm. It's known as the Wanderer. You're given hints, but yeah. you know it, you're just following a human guy. Okay. And then at one moment in one of the cinematics, he tears off his skin, and it oh you've been following Dia or Marius has been following Diablo the whole time. What a twist!
0: Never would have thunk.
1: Never would have thunk it. It's ruined the moment because my wife already knows it's Diablo. Yeah. Because she's played Diablo three, <laughs> so she's like, "Oh, that that's just Diablo." I'm like, oh, "You, you kind of
0: Oh, I knew that." Anticlimactic. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> What's a not twist? <laughs> that's awesome.
0: <laughs> man, that's a good way to go, man. Diablo two. So I, I think I do want to play it on the Switch. That actually sounds like a lot of fun. Maybe I'll get it after Eastward. Eastward. Ooh. So I'll play it after that. So hoping Eastward's a really long game. I have no idea. Didn't bother to read any of the reviews or anything. But...
1: Yeah. I have no idea. Who knows? You were the, the first to tell me about it. So
0: maybe the last. We'll see. So it's a <laughs> <laughs> funny little game. Um, cool. Cool. Well, I was trying to think if I'd watched anything um, of note. Dr. Death we've been watching. So it comes from Showcase. We're watching it yes. maybe on Netflix. I have seen a few Is it on Netflix? Or uh, is it on Amazon Prime?
1: I don't know what it's well, on. Well, we're watching it on a thing. It's on Yar Har streaming service, to my knowledge.
0: Yeah, so you can probably find it there as well. So this is true. This is true. Uh, this has been a really good watch. I am blown away by the cast. It's got uh, it's got Alec Baldwin, Kelsey Grammer shows up, Josh Jackson's in it, yeah, yeah, fucking, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, anyway, lots of guys, lots of really famous actors are in this. Oh, the actors. guy from
1: uh, Mr. Robot, the Christian Slater.
0: Yeah, Christian Slater's in it. Yeah, yeah, I, I was like blown away. I'm like, this is such a hell of a cast, and uh, it's just a, it's just another great example of why I think Joshua Jackson is just an absolutely overlooked actor a lot of the he time. Is and because uh, I've seen other series with him as well. There was fringe. one. Fringe. Uh, there was another one, no, uh, the, the 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 cheater. There was about a cheating cheating people. They were cheating, and then he was in that. And anyway, complex character in that too. Not a straightforward character. and He did a really good job with it. But yeah, I think he's really underrated. He does. He's downright menacing. Like he's he's a fucking madman in this show, and it's great. He's a
1: madman, but I love the concept so far in what we've seen. He seems like a guy who is very intelligent on paper, but he's clearly got some type of disorder where he can't view the world, what's in front of him physically, the way he wants to. And so his hands don't do quite the right thing. He he mixes his left and his right. Yeah. And and he can't perceive because he's so intelligent. He can't perceive that the problem is with him. He keeps doing these things thinking it's something else. It's something else. I'm going to keep doing it. And the scary thing
0: is it's actually based on a true story. So like basically there was a doctor in Texas who was botching all these operations, but the sort of machinations of the medical world were keeping him from facing any kind of accountability. Right. Yes. Because in that world, you can be kind of like, you know, kicked off of one team and you can go join another. Right. And you can even get a recommendation from the team that's kicking you off just so you get out the door easier. You know what I mean? And that's basically what happened. And this guy kept operating on people. I don't know how many dozens of people. He ended up, you know, massacring before it was all said and done. But that's basically what the show is about. Yeah. So, and then uh, following that along. And then um, Alec Baldwin and Christian Slater play the two doctors who were kind of like hot on his trail trying to uncover what he's doing to everyone. And, and their story's kind of growing. And now they're about to have a big showdown in the episode I'm going to watch. So, I can't wait. Is it the one but, where
1: uh, they just showed up in like a boardroom of some sort and there's like a light on him and – no, no, it's, it looks
0: like some sort of function or party. Yeah, yeah, they're about to talk to him for the first time. It's like a wood yeah,
1: paneled yeah. room and they're yeah. just about, they walk in, he's there talking yeah. to yep. someone else, and then the episode ends. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's exactly where I am. that's, that's so where far. I am too. I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck is going to happen here?
0: So yeah, anyway, that's that's turned out to be a pretty good show too. And then, uh, yeah, and then I'll just the out the garbage that I watch. But yeah, I haven't seen anything. I'm trying to think of something sci-fi or anime that I've watched recently. i just rewatching One Punch Man and...
1: Kind of going from there. I'm trying to finish up uh, Evangelion, the new rewrite. That's stuff. right. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. been very difficult. Okay.
0: <laughs> so I, I could see that. Oh, I do want to watch The Witcher. Uh, something of The Witcher of the something. it's, oh, it's on Netflix. It's yeah, animated. Yeah, yeah. It's about looks like Castlevania.
1: Ves- yeah, it's younger Vesemir.
0: Oh, it's young Vesemir. It's young okay, Vesemir. Okay, cool, cool, cool. It's okay. how
1: he became. It's his story more or less. It's okay.
0: Yeah, yeah. So uh, spoiler, he survives. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, because he. <laughs> It was stupid, but... Anyway, so he, he doesn't ultimately survive. But you know what? Everyone dies, eventually. Even in The Witcher. I mean, but not, not everyone you know, because they haven't died yet, because the story hasn't progressed to that point. But I'm saying, generally speaking, everyone
1: dies. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, There's yeah. no immortals in The Witcher.
0: Yeah. Or in our world, as far as we know. Or there are, and they're sword battling in the highlands of Scotland for uh, dominance. So just a heads up. <laughs> so, um... Cool. Oh, speaking of, uh, Henry Cavill going to play a Highlander. Oh, really? Yeah.
1: Which is awesome. That, that's a confirmed thing? I'm pretty sure. Oh. Yeah. Okay, that's a to me. I don't know why I didn't know here That could this. be cool.
0: That could be really cool. I'm into it. So he's the right guy. He's the guy for the job. He's basically kind of already a Highlander, but also with powers in The Witcher. So, <laughs> that's yeah. true. So kind <laughs> of the same thing. Anyways, that's it for this episode of Pow! Uh, anything else you can think no. of? No. All right, well, make sure to listen to Rona Geek Official Podcast uh, anywhere, but especially on the Cephalopod app. We'd really appreciate it. Give us a follow on there, and maybe partake in some of our bonus content that we have up on there. So,
1: In the coming weeks, we will have a new bonus content for you. We've been talking about You want to by go by up bonus content?
0: Yeah. Let's talk about the, bonus, the, bonus
1: content? We're talk about bonus content. Okay, cool. Let's do it. <laughs> we will be very shortly, by the time this comes out, you will likely be able to go look at our bonus content and see the first episode of Raised by Spoilers. We've talked about this series. We've talked
0: about it for a long time.
1: We've talked about it for a long time it's finally out, our first episode. Yep. And you can expect that to be about a monthly release.
0: And you did a Flash
1: Gordon for the initial one? Okay, I will spoil it a bit. It was Flash Gordon. Um, Oh, we're not spoiling it? Well, I guess we are now. Okay, well, I don't have to. It's Raised by Spoilers. Okay, (laughs)
0: I've been raised by spoilers. That You've been raised okay by spoilers. It. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yes. Yeah, so it is Flash Gordon. I invited some of my friends who um, do a podcast of their own and some streams of their own mm. regarding movies. Yeah. Very knowledgeable. And uh, he was able to guide me. He gave me his copy. We watched it together. Had a awesome. few beers. And he came in here and we talked about it.
0: So that'll be episode one. And then uh, if you find you're into that, Adam and I will team up for episode two, but we won't reveal that yet. So, Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, and and so there's going to be one a month starting this month. It's going to be a thing. And uh, so hit up Cephalopod uh, I'll probably list it. I don't know for twenty five cents or something like that. You purchase tokens to unlock it. Very very simple concept, but you can uh, listen to it right near in the future if we're able to make it into a video production that will also be in there as well. Absolutely. So, yep. Yep. Excellent. All right. Well, thank you so much for listening to this episode of Ronin Geek Fish Podcast. We will talk to you later. This is Alex Austin signing off and
1: Resurrected plebeian Adam. All right. Talk to you later.